When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Angel series. We're going to give you our players of the series and also six all new pair of fouls. But first, let's bring them in. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Labor Day weekend. Happy flight for our Astros. Another very good, productive weekend for our boys. You spoke about it being Labor Day weekend. We did the All Fair or Foul episode on Friday, that which I took off. Today is only Sunday. Feels like <laughs> I've been off for a week. I love it. I still, I'm still off tomorrow. Pretty excited. But the first thing I want to bring up in the news section of the podcast is: Did you see Julia Morales TikTok? I did. did she actually asked the players if they like the wave or not. And the majority of them said they hate it. I think a few of them, maybe Diaz, but he was hiding his face and Dubon, maybe Uh, Altuve didn't want to answer. Uh, Dusty Baker didn't want to answer, but it looks like they all hate it and I hate it and you hate it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I thought it was really interesting that Jose Altuve took the I'm not answering this question approach. No speak English. <laughs> yeah. He was like, <laughs> nope, I'm not doing it. But I uh, love the Trey Mancini was came out. Oh, I absolutely hate it. You know, love the Chavs was like that. You know, I, I'm with them. Normally it's in the middle of an inning when nothing's going on and there's no reason to make any noise. And then it's distracting. And it's like, it never works out. The wave is like bad juju. Yeah. All right, the second thing I want to bring up is we spoke about will Albert Pujols get 700 home runs. Today he got 695. I still say yes. How about you? I can't see him not doing it. I just feel like he's on a tear. You know, he's got – I mean, today was a pinch hit one. So, I mean, it's, he's not even having a start to get him. So, it just feels like he's going to get to 700, 701, and then hang it up. We also talked about – Peter Solomon getting DFA'd and he was picked up by the Pirates. It's a good pickup. And then we spoke about someone that got picked up by the Giants and we both forgot it was Jonathan Bermudez. That is exactly who that was. (laughs) And then the big news, Hunter Brown gets a start tomorrow on Labor Day. How excited are you? Very excited. They have a flash sale going on right now. $10 will get you deck seats. Uh, so if you're thinking about going to see them, they made it really, really affordable. I know it's the Rangers. It's not going to be competitive, or at least we don't feel like it will be. So they're trying to incentivize people to get out there and watch the game. 
I I was appalled. I I was under the uh you know idea that he was going to be a bullpen guy and they were just going to groom him, groom him, groom him. But start is awesome because you know that's the most comfortable thing for him. I feel like they said that they were going to piggyback him on Friday with Lance McCullers when it was four to zero. He he was actually warming up and they scored the two runs and they uh, kind of changed their mind and put him to start. I was also looking forward to him coming out of the bullpen because that's where he's going to be. So does this make sense for the Astros? Not really, but at least he's getting a, a chance. And he's actually, stick around, folks, he's actually part of fair foul. So let's talk about Friday's game. Lance McCullers Jr. started. In the top of the third, Pena had an RBI double, brought in Chaz. Bregman with a sack fly, brought in Altuve, and we're up 2-0. to zero. Top of the fifth, Yuli walks with the bases loaded. Altuve scores 3-0. to zero. Yonner Diaz. Gets his first RBI with a bases-loaded walk. This dude swung at everything, and then he gets a walk for his first RBI. What do you think about that guy? Well, the story on him that that Dusty said and that everybody said at every level, this guy can really hit. And I feel there was a lot of pressure to prove, you know, them right that this guy could hit. So he got up there. He was a little aggressive. I think, you know, now that he's been there, seen a few pitches, he'll settle in and be really productive. But to get that walk, I mean, it was a – four pitch walk. I was, I was really impressed because, you know, that got the wheels turning a little bit. They scored some runs that inning and he could have stayed aggressive. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to be patient and make them come into the zone. Yeah. That made it four to zero. And the previous bats, he just swung, he swung at every pitch. And I found that amazing bottom of the six, the angels added an RBI double and a sack fly to make it four to two. And that was the final score. Lance McCullers, five and two thirds, six hits and two runs, four walks, seven strikeouts, picks up the win. He's two and one with a 2.08 ERA. Mayton, Neris, Abreu, Montero, one hit, one walk, and no runs. Great job by the bullpen. Pena, two for five with an RBI. Altuve, one for four. He scored two runs. The Astros, four runs on seven hits, four for 11. With the runners in scoring position, they left seven on base. What do you think about the bullpen? And uh, any other thoughts on Friday's game? I got to start by, you know, apologizing to uh, Brian Abreu. You know, I've been one of his, like, like one of the guys that just did not want to see him. I knew his stuff was good, but I just, I just knew he didn't have the command. Well, he's made a liar out of me and he's went out there and been really effective. He's got electric swing and miss stuff. He just has to be in the zone with it. I think sometimes a lot of the pitches that he throws aren't competitive. It leads to walks. It was a really good job by him, really good job by the bullpen in general, and then the offense doing just enough. Brian Abreu has officially been eliminated from ever winning the Coach Rose Award. He's he's (laughs) unbelievable. He's really good. He's very dependable, looking very good. So let's go to Saturday's game. Saturday's game was some very good pitching. It was Luis Garcia against Otani. And if you look at that matchup, this probably isn't a game that we're going to win because Otani is lights out. But Luis Garcia hung with him, and he may have done even better. Uh, Top of the fifth, J.J. had an RBI single, brought in Trey Mancini, 1-0. Bottom of the seventh, the Angels had a sack fly. That tied things up at one. And then we go to extra innings, and the Astros can't score at all, but neither can the Angels. 
until the bottom of the 12th inning. They got an RBI single. Dubon almost made a beautiful catch for the last out, but uh, they lose. Astros lose two to one. Altuve went two for five. Um, Matichevic had an RBI. Luis Garcia, seven innings, three hits and one run, only two walks and seven strikeouts. What can you say about Garcia in this outing going head to head with uh, Otani? I love it. For Garcia, it's something that, you know, you really hope that he would want to compete. I know that that a lot of the, the national media is talking about, you know, what's this rotation going to look like? Who's the odd man out? Who's going to get moved, you know, um, when it comes postseason time? And I felt like he battled, you know, it was, it could have been very easy for him to just, you know, kind of have a, a lackluster game, but he went toe to toe with Otani. It was really impressive. Uh, tons of strikeouts, you know, really, really competed the entire time. And then the offense, man, I, I, I understand it's Otani. He's, he's ridiculous. You know, uh, I saw an overlay of his pitches and his fastball to what I want to say it was some sort of off-speed pitch. And it was the same pitch. It started out of the hand, the same spot, the same location, but there was like four inches difference from where they ended up. And it's just so hard. So uh, I feel like the Strohs did a really good job getting a run on him and potentially getting that win. And it uh, just wasn't meant to be. They almost did. It took the Angels seven innings to score. Uh, again, Stanek, Abreu, Neris, Maton. No runs allowed. Smith allowed the run. But the uh, Magic Man came in and gave up a hit to the only batter that he faced. But that run was credited to Smith, and it was a walk-off. But if you go to the top of the 12th, very frustrating for Astro fans. Uh, Dubon reached on a fielder's choice because they tried to throw Vasquez out at third. So the Astros had a runner on first and third with no outs. And then they get a fielder's choice. No, wait. And then Hensley hits into a double play and Chaz grounds out. I was like, you deserve to lose. That's what I, that's what I tweeted. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we got to figure out, or I said, we, the Astros have to figure out a way to manufacture runs like that, because that is the type of environment that the postseason is going to be like. One run is going to be the difference in some of these games, I believe with some of the the rotations that are going to be in the postseason and, you know, just being able to stop offenses. So when you have first and third with nobody out, you have to figure out a way. And I put that on Dusty because I feel like that's that's a manager's job to put the right guy in there in the right situation, maybe do a squeeze, something to get that guy in from third base with no outs. They had a poll the other day that what would kind of hinder the Astros' chances at a title. And I think the fans, I can't remember what they picked, but I, I commented uh, according to third coast tom it's going to be dusty's undoing (laughs) but the astros were two for 14 with runners in scoring position they left 10 on base plenty plenty of chances to win that game but we come back today a beautiful game a beautiful game pitched by urquidy the offense showed up what a fun game to watch tucker started off in the second with a two-run homer brought in mancini Hensley had a two-run double, brought in Yuli and Dubon. We're up four to nothing. Altuve RBI double, five to zero, brought in Hensley. Top of the seventh, Altuve added two more with a two-run homer, brought in Dubon, seven to zero. And let's go back to that. And it, it, you can go the whole series. There wasn't much fans in Friday's game. And I don't know, m- most of the games you could hear the fans. A lot of booing. 
cheater, cheater, whatever. But today, when they were booing Altuve and he hit that two-run <laughs> homer, that's like one of the most awesome things that could happen as an Astro fan to see on TV. I mean, you love it. You hope that that's the response that they have, right? It's it's two ways you can go about it. You can either fold under that pressure that those fans are trying to, you know, put on you to produce because that's 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 validating the cheater thing, right? Anytime he goes up there and he doesn't he doesn't get a hit or he strikes out, oh, he is a cheater. See, he can't do it without cheating. So for him to go up there and get it done, uh, had an amazing series. I think he was seventeen for forty throughout the series. So he's white hot, and it's yeah. like. Like Blummer says, keep booing because he he yeah. thrives on it. Uh, one thing I want to point out too, David Hensley, this kid is playing with house money and he's trying like crazy to make sure that they do not send him back down. He's just hitting everything. He's playing really well. And uh, I'm a big fan because, you know, it's, it's, he's, he's basically, you know, just a kind of platoon guy, right? But he's not playing like it. He's playing like he wants to be here. What do you think about Matt Achevik? I love him. I love it. He's he's the same way, not to the extent, uh, but you know, he's had some big moments for this team. And then it's one of those guys that just, he comes in, he's kind of mild mannered, not really, you know, the, the Jose Siri type, you know, all kinds of energy, but just does his work. And uh, I I feel like that's the thing that's going to help this team get through, you know, this grueling last month and just kind of finish it out is guys like that, that are going to come in and produce. In the bottom of the eighth, Trout had a solo home run off Belak. I'm okay with that. Belak giving up a home run to the best player in baseball. Fine with that. That made it 7-1, but the Astros weren't done. They loaded the bases. Jordan came up and had a two-run single. That made it 9-1. to one. They could have scored more, but Tucker hit into a double play to end the game, I believe, or to at least in the top of the ninth for us. Jose Arquiti, seven innings, four hits, no runs, eight strikeouts, and zero walks. What an amazing outing. He won. He's 13 and 5. ERA now down to 351. Belak had two hits and he gave that home run to Trout. Altuve, three for four with three RBIs and a home run. Hensley, two for four. And he scored two runs. The Astros, they 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 showed this. It's going to be different because they won the game. But during the game, after Altuve's second home run, an 870 win percentage when they scored, when they hit two home runs. That's amazing. Yeah, they get they definitely get it done. And uh funny story, or at least funny for me anyway, I was really curious as to what kind of leash Dusty Baker would give Jose Arquiti after pulling him after 95 pitches in a game. Well, he threw 112 pitches today, I believe. And uh you can you can tell he's like, I'm not doing this again. He left him out there and let him do his work. And it was hot. It was a very hot day. Uh, let me see the ask. They, it was a four and one road trip, very successful road trip against bad teams, which is very positive. They, they always show up against good teams, but they seem to fall asleep against bad teams. So a very, very uh, successful road trip in my eyes. Uh, they are now 86 and 48, seven and three in their last 10. They're 10 and a half games ahead of Seattle and the Yankees finally won game number 80. These guys, these guys are struggling. They were they had won game 70 on like August 1st, right? They were the first team to 70 wins. And they just barely got 80. The Astros are pretty good, buddy. They got a good lead over everybody. You got to win. You got to win these games against bad teams. And ironically today, they potentially could have lost today. 
there was a very controversial strike three call with a guy on third base and a full count. Uh, I can't remember the guy's first name. His, his last name is Diaz. Uh, it was clearly ball four, and uh, Diaz took it, and they rung him up, and it was one of those things where he gets on base, a knock, ties the game, and who knows? So uh, they were very fortunate, but, I mean, that's still a really good ball club. So, you know, every every team's going to go through some sort of struggles. The Astros did too. Uh, they were just able to manage it a little bit better. They're, they're really struggling to get uh, consistent pitching, and, and Aaron Judge is the only one hitting. He might be the MVP but literally the rest of the team cannot get on the same page with him where it's a different guy every night for the Astros. And I think that's what makes them so successful. You know, Altuve has been good for the last month, but before that it was Bregman before that it was Jordan before that it was Tucker and they just, they pick each other up and it's so good. And it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what the final outcome is this team, because they, they need to go 500, 14 and 14 to win hundred games this year. I think they can do it. All right, so are you ready to do the players of the series? Let's start with position player. Jose Altuve. Me too. No question. No that's question. Two, that's two that's two podcasts in a row. Me and Manav. Oh, it was me and you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. we didn't do a player this last one. That was just a fair foul. I think it was me and Manav then. Mm-hmm. All right, so I was pitcher. taking notes. You told me to take notes. I was taking notes. <laughs> All right. That was funny. My wife is like, why did you say that stuff? I go, he'll know I'm playing around. <laughs> All right. Pitcher, who you got? Jose Arquiti. I mean, I, today I was agree. so impressive. Uh, it was, it, like you notes. said, super hot yeah. uh, for him to pitch deep into the game, save the bullpen a little bit, and was just filthy. Kept uh, Otani and Trout off balance. So, Jose Arquiti for me. Yeah, it was only Jose Arquiti and Belak in a nine to one win. That was awesome. Uh, I also pick Jose Arquiti. Let's see if we can go three for three. I doubt Coach. it. I doubt it too. Coach Rose winner. Who is it? Hensley. I wrote love Hens- that kid. I wrote Hensley as well. Love that kid. I I just love how he's playing. I love that he's playing. You know, he pilled in for third base today for Bregman to give him a day off. You know, I think that I saw a stat that Alex Bregman has played like 126 of 133 games or something like that. So for him to be able to give Alex a blow is great. And then be productive too. Yeah, I love it. I wrote Hensley and I scratched it out and put Phil Maton. Oh, you and your relievers. <laughs> but I, I do. I, I knew you were going to say that. So I'm going to stick me. with, I'm going to stick with Hensley because that was my first. I was looking for a reason not to pick him. You can't find it for me. No. So let let's go. We three up, three down. We got it good. Perfect. You did take notes. Way to go. <laughs> All right. So- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got six all-new pair of fouls, starting with number one. I had to do research for this, buddy, so this is one I had to put work in. Jose Altuve will get 3,000 hits. This is something they talked about this weekend on the broadcast. What do you think? Barring injury, something catastrophic, absolutely. I think he'll play long enough. I think he'll be productive enough. And I mean, I just don't see him slowing down. You know, he hits bad pitching. He hits good pitching. Uh, you know, he's been relatively injury free. I mean, obviously he had the thing with the legs yeah. last year, but I mean, this year he's been pretty good. So what's to say he can't play, you know, 130 games for the next four or five seasons. I could definitely see him getting there. Okay, now I am not a statistician or a mathematician, but this is what I came up with. Altuve has 1,902 hits, and this was at the time I was doing the numbers, so he needs 1,098. I'm predicting that he's going to get at least 25 more hits this year, so he will need 1,073 more hits to get it. If he wants to, he's 32 years old. So if he wants to get it in five years, he's going to have to get 214 hits a year. Not going to get it in five years. Six years, he's going to have to hit 178 a year. So my choice is he's going to have to play seven more years and hit, uh, have 153 hits. So the, the, the question is, can he play till he's age 39? That's how long he's going to have to play to me, 38 or 39. I don't see why not. I think he would just have to lose the motivation to do it. It it would be one of those things like, I wonder what the Astros are going to do with him contractually. I think he's got two more seasons. And then that's where it's going to be like, okay, what do they want to do? I don't see him playing for anybody else, but I don't yeah. know like exactly what would make him want to hang it up. I mean, he's having so fun. He's got two winning. more years left on his contract. I believe so. I don't have that in front of me. I'll double check. If it is I'm... two, then they're going to have to sign him for five years for him to break the 3,000 mark as an Astro. They could. I mean, he's a he's a company man. He would take a, a team-friendly contract, but he's 32 right now. He's going to have to play till he's almost 40 to get it. So I think he can because he can play for some – if he doesn't play for the Astros, he could play for someone else and he could DH. Absolutely. And he signed for two more years. Yeah. So he'll make $26 million for 2023 and $26 million for 2024. I so, say fair, but he's going to have to play seven more years. I can Unless he it. starts hitting 200. Because he had the three years, I guess, with 200 hits. And then after that, it was, you know, besides the strike, besides the COVID season, it's, you know, 160, 158, 163. So that's why I'm looking at him get being a 150 guy. So it's going to be somewhere in between there, but I think he can do it. What do you got? Uh, I think he can do it too. I, like I said, I just really think it's going to depend on health because obviously he's going to get the at-bats. I, th I think he's going to be entrenched at second base. 
There's no reason to move him. It's it, you know, I think he'll play there as long as he wants to, as long as he uh, is productive. So I can see it. You're up. Number two. <laughs> All we're right. Ta- we're going to take turns this week, folks. And I think Tom forgot. <laughs> I, I did, but I was like, I didn't know if you had any more left on that. No, but- no, I'm done. I'm done. He's guys. We both say fair. We're out to these supporters. Question number two. With Hunter Brown starting tomorrow, fair or foul, he will go at least five innings. Mm, at least five innings. They're playing Texas. They're at home. I don't know. I don't know if any rookies ever came in and pitched five. I, I'm going to say foul. I'm going to say he's going to get into the fifth. I don't know. I want to be Mr. Positive, but I'm trying to be real. I want him to do it, but maybe I think he's going to get into the fifth, but he won't get out of it. So I feel like he's going to pitch six innings tomorrow. I feel like he's been doing it at Sugarland this entire season, whether he started or back, you know, it was at least five. And then it was just like a pitch thing. I don't see Dusty pulling him if he's doing well. I think he's, perfectly stretched out so i don't think he's gonna have like a pitch thing i see him throwing 95 pitches if all things go according and he pitches six and a third so you say fair and i say foul sorry folks trying to be real (laughs) number three i saw this in a couple of football games yesterday putting your area code on your uniform fair i don't know I don't know if you know this, but the uh, Space City jersey has the area code on it. it. has all four for Houston. But it's not prominent. It's on a patch on their shoulder. But it's not prominent. <laughs> they don't have a hat that says 713 or whatever it is. Uh, I hear you. Like, we, hear you. like Oklahoma's playing UTEP, and they usually have the little mind. They usually have the, the pick, you know, with UTEP. But this time it had the pick, and then it had whatever their area code was. And I didn't watch the UTEP, I mean the UTSA Houston game, but someone had said that they wear they're wearing it too. They have the two one zero on there, and they said it looks dumb. And I agree with them. I say it's foul. It, it shouldn't be prominent. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> Who cares what your area code is? What does that have to do with anything? So, you know, San Antonio's big on their area code. You know, know. that two one zero, the I countdown know. city. You know, so, I mean, and I'm not even a resident. I'm a former resident. So <laughs> I think it's anything you can get behind. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of 713. I'm a big fan of it. The, the I don't know if I would want it like on a hat. You know, like what if the Astros came and had a star and then it said 713 across it? You wouldn't like that. It's stupid. Oops, sorry. My wife don't want me to say that. It's not good. It's not good. I think I'd have to see it. I, I, I will reserve judgment. I'll say it's fair for now because I don't hate it. I would just have to see it. Um, I didn't see the the UTSA Roadrunners. Shout out to Smile alma Mater. But uh, I didn't see it, but they almost gave uh, that L to, to U of H, and it was awesome. It was a great game. Yeah, it was. All right, number four. Number four, novelty restaurants, fair or foul. And I'll give you an example. So yeah, I took my please, boys. Please do. I took my boys to see the new Dragon Ball Z anime movie and really cool for like, you know, that if you're into that that sort of thing. Well, in Conroe, which is just outside of Houston, north on 45, 
they have a ramen novelty dragon ball restaurant so you go in there for ramen noodles and i mean they got egg rolls and and all that you know sort of thing and it's themed it's called dragon bowl as in like bowl c instead of z and uh we went there it was good it wasn't bad um i got him a little star ball from, from the show or whatever but i think it was foul overall like it was, the food it was not the food was not like worthy you know what i mean like i felt like the food needed to be a little bit better it was okay it wasn't it wasn't bad it just i feel like when you're gonna go novelty it's gotta be really good and like so the other example is like uh what's that dick's last dive or whatever that's on the uh the river resort yes last resort yes where where it's a novelty thing right they treat you horrible but I went there once and the food was horrible. And I was just like, it was, if I'm, if I'm going to go there, the food better be phenomenal. And it just wasn't, you were there for whatever the, the novelty was instead of the food. I've only been there once. And a friend of mine from Oklahoma was in town and we met him there and uh, the food was bad and they weren't even mean to us. So we didn't even get the novelty part and we got crappy food. So if I'm going off Dick's last resort, I'm going to say foul. I'm with you. I'm foul too. It's it seems like a good idea, but just give me good food. That's all that matters. All right, number five. This was a debate we had at work. Mowing the lawn early in the morning, and what I mean by this is some people, you know, you're trying to sleep in on the weekend. It's maybe nine in the morning, and you hear the lawnmower from the next door neighbors, and you're like, "Why is this guy cutting the grass so early?" And I'm thinking, well, what time do you want him to cut it? They've got to cut it before it's 100 degrees. So I say fair, cut it as early as you want. I don't care. Yeah, <clears throat> my dad's the same way. Uh, I When I had a yard, it was fair. I didn't see myself doing it at the end of the day. You know, there was a couple of times where I snuck it in, but then you're fighting the mosquitoes and stuff like that. I mean, you can fight them in the morning too, but I just felt like in the morning is where it was at. So when I was in high school, I worked at a golf course and we cut the, the greens and we cut the fairways and the approaches. Nothing cooler than being out there at the crack of dawn and seeing like the lines that you make from cutting oh, it yeah. in the dew. You know what I mean? It was like a total different appreciation for the, the craftsmanship. So I would only want to do it in the morning. They should be happy that they're cutting the grass. There's a lot of people that don't cut the grass. So wake up as early as you want because cutting grass, the, the lawnmower sound, that doesn't bother me. I don't even know if it'd wake me up. I'll just go right back to bed. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> cut it. All right, number six, and this is this is something that I I, I kind of got you know, in 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 social media it's been kind of weird lately. There they've there've been videos and clips of different animals, so any animal can be a pet. Fair or foul? Foul. You can't have a pet elephant. I, I guess mean, you could, but everybody can't. I guess you could. Yeah. Uh, well, couldn't you have a skunk? Could you have a pet skunk? I, I don't know. For me, it's foul because I, I there's certain animals that I'm just like, they don't need to be pets, man. That's that's like, I think a home alone with a tarantula, like, I don't know. I don't want to find out that way, you know? Like, there's just certain pets that I'm like, or snakes. Oof, never, never want to be in a home with a snake. That's if you could have one, but can they be? Every, I think anyone can be, but they shouldn't be. They I agree. shouldn't be. 
there's you know how the with the Tiger King, you see the guys, you know, raising those tiger. I don't know, man. That's just I would say foul. I wouldn't want a big I mean when you're a kid, you think having a snake was cool, but I don't know. <laughs> so you got any final thoughts, buddy? Uh yeah. Uh really, really proud of this ball club. I really uh I really see how they're taking, you know, this approach to finishing out the season. Uh, the guys they're bringing up, they're being very, very, very energetic. They're coming in, they're producing, and that's awesome. You really worry that these guys are going to run out of gas. You worry about the health of Jordan. You worry about the health of Justin Verlander. You know, a lot of these guys that have put logged a lot of innings, logged a lot of time on the field, and for them to bring up Hunter, who's going to start tomorrow, for Hensley, for Matajevic, and and Yiner Diaz, for him to get some time behind the dish, you know, with Maldi having the wrist thing. I just think that's so important, so critical. You know, you look at some of these other teams like the Yankees, for example, that they're struggling to find, you know, ways to get it going. And it's like now they're playing teams that are chasing them down. Tampa, when it took the series from them, then their place, they're going to play again next week in, in uh, Yankee Stadium. That, I mean, you don't want to play a wild card game. Those teams are so hungry. Like, you don't want to do that. So they really got to figure it out right now. That's really scary. So for us as Astros fans to be able to relax and be able to just, you know, we'll just coast. You know, they only got to be 500 to win 100 games. 100 games is like that mark, that high water mark for a season. You know, two-thirds of the game won, that kind of thing. So really proud of this ball club. And uh, looking forward to see what Hunter does tomorrow. Really excited. Could you imagine the fan base if they go 500 the rest of the year? This team isn't <laughs> going to win anything. It'd be so bad. It'd be so bad. But you know what? They win 100 games. And then they're like, oh, wow, there's only like four teams that are going to even have a chance to do that. Yeah. You spoke about uh, Verlander. I read that his, his uh, rehab is a little behind. So he may, he may not be back when we expect him to. So tomorrow's uh, start for Hunter Brown could be more important than you think. I think that's part, Justin, I think that's part the Astros just giving him extra time. There's no reason to rush him back. No, you you need to get him one, maybe two starts before the playoffs, and that's really it. So, what's another week? I think Verlander could do it with just one or even zero. His first game back could be the first game of the playoffs, and he'll be all right. He's just Verlander, he's Superman, absolutely (laughs) 39 year old Superman. So, yeah, um, he's amazing. I really think they're doing they're being smart with him. I kind of wish they'd be smarter with Jordan. I don't know what's going on with these hands. I hope it's not those handmade bones that everybody talks about. But yeah. if there's if there's any aggravation, anything at all, just sit him because you need that big bat, even even the presence of him in the lineup, you know, make those pitchers throw more pitches. So next up is three games. Martin Perez. Ooh, that's Martin Perez and Brown. Perez always pitches good against the Astros. Look, I'm looking at my phone, buddy. I'm and then who's the next game? Framber Valdez on Tuesday and then Wednesday, Chris Navier. So it should be – I'm pretty excited about tomorrow. I'm glad that I'm off. I'm glad that I get to focus 100% of my energy watching Hunter Brown tomorrow. But anyway, folks, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will see you later this week for a brand-new episode of Astros Baseball.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.